Welcome to the Compass Podcast, featuring Chris Shandro and the Compass team. We hope this message is just for you. Well, hey, good morning. So this week, somebody sent me a video without any comment. I don't know if you've ever, you've ever gotten one of those, but it can be scary and intimidating to get just a video with no text, because it means this, whoever sent it is making a point with the video they sent. Now, when I get those and I watch it without comment, sometimes it's hard to tell if they're mad at me or if they're in support of me, uh, if they're against something I said or they're for something that I said. And so as a result, which is probably no surprise, I didn't know how to take this video. And my immediate gut reaction was to think, oh my gosh, they think I'm wrong about something. Uh, They think I said something or did something stupid. Now, it turns out they didn't, but my reaction was what it was. And, and right now we live in a world where any opposing viewpoint presents as an accusation that we're wrong, that we're bad, that we're stupid. Uh, and when we feel accused, we get defensive. We put our guard up, our fists go up, relationships get weird. We choose sides and we begin to look at people on the other side as our enemy. Now, enemy is a really strong word. And, and you're probably like, well, Chris, I don't have enemies. Well, I mean, I don't have enemies either, except for any team that's playing against the Patriots in the Super Bowl and anyone who doesn't think Apple products are the best. And honestly, anyone who doesn't think Disney World is awesome and anyone who doesn't value what I think is important. And, and if you think this isn't you, if you think that you're a person who doesn't really create enemies, let's play a little game. It's, it's a game I like to call, Who's Your Enemy? Okay, so here's how the game is played. I'm gonna show you two pictures and you pick one you like the best and the other is probably your enemy. So how about this one? Bears Packers. This might be easy for some of you, uh, like me, because I'm a Patriots fan, but maybe some of you guys are like, okay, Packers are Satan, get them out. How about this one? It's for the Star Wars fans out there. Maybe your team Kylo Ren, Team Ray. what do you think? You know what, this, again, this one's real easy. How about this one? This one's trickier, right? Do you wear a mask? Do you not wear a mask? You know, what, where do you fall on this? And not only where you fall on it, but how do you feel about it passionately? Look at this one. Black lives matter, blue lives matter. You're starting to feel some sides, right? Maybe things are pulling apart a little bit. You're having some strong reactions. How about this last one? That one's bigger. Maybe you're feeling an emotional reaction, a strong reaction. And did you notice how easy it got as we moved along to pick a side? How easy it was to have a strong reaction to one or the other uh, that maybe it just drove you in the opposite direction. And look, I didn't even put a picture of Bill Gates or Tucker Carlson up there, okay? So for the sake of argument, let's just acknowledge that there are people in this world who we will disagree with so much that we're just probably gonna find no common ground with them. And for the sake of argument, let's just label them enemies, okay? So what do we do with those people? What do we do with people who might be our enemy? Let's look at what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5. He says this, You have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. He starts out, you have heard it said. You have heard the law. Jesus says this a couple times. And when he says this, he's pointing out a cultural belief 
a shared understanding. It's something that, that goes without saying because everyone understands it. Now, Jesus does this a lot, and when he does, you need to look out because it usually means he's about to flip that cultural belief on its head. Last week, we talked about a cultural belief uh, of an eye for an eye, but he continues this. He says, but I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. Now, this is radical. It's huge. He's saying, treat your enemy like your neighbor. Treat them like someone you love. Pray for their best interests. This is what followers of Jesus do, but, but it's hard. It's hard to pray for someone who refuses to acknowledge your value as a human being. It's hard to love someone who you feel is working against your freedoms and rights. I mean, it's thinking hard to pray for the team that's playing against your team or to pray for someone who votes differently than you. So how much harder is it to pray for someone who is attacking the things that you value most? Now, I believe there are a couple things that Jesus says in this section of Scripture, some perspectives he shares, that if we can internalize them, it will make it easier for us to follow his command. And we can see the first one here. Jesus continues. He says, For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. Did you know that we all get wet when it rains? And did you also know that we all get rained on? So what's Jesus' point? It's this. You are no different than the people opposing you. You are the same. We are the same. And Jesus is saying this, love your enemy because your enemy is you. Your enemy is you. We are the same. We all put our pants on the same way. We all have families and friends. We all have struggles. We all wore diapers and had to learn to use the potty. You know, we all get wet when it rains on us. And we all get rained on. We all need Jesus the same amount. Love your enemy because your enemy is you. You're the same. But Jesus continues, if you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. And if you're kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. See, we are called to be different, to interact with and move in this world the way Jesus did. And no one could ever accuse Jesus of going with the flow, right? I mean, he lived differently. He loved differently, and we are called to be like him. And that means this, is that you are to love your enemy because Jesus loves you. Not only are you the same as your enemy, but Jesus loves them. And this idea sounds so hard, but, but we're already wired to do this. I mean, think about this. Like, we love entertainment uh, where where our where enemies come together. We love enemy relationships and stories, right? We love stories of enemies coming together, even falling in love. Think Beauty and the Beast, uh, Batman, Catwoman, Thor and Loki, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider, uh, Magneto and the X-Men. I mean, pick, pick your genre. You don't have to hang out in the sci-fi stuff. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Fool's Gold, literally every romantic comedy with Matthew McConaughey in it. We love it when enemies come together because God loves it. And we're created in the depths of our souls to yearn for what he wants for us. And that's unity, love, godly relationships. We love it when enemies come together because God loves it when enemies come together. And God doesn't discriminate against us based on our beliefs, our backgrounds, our differences. So what can I do this week 
to love my enemy? What can I do this week to love someone who has been like an enemy to me, someone who pushes all the wrong buttons? And you can do this. You can, you can pray for them. You can ask God to bless them and, and encourage them. You can ask God to help you understand better what's going on in their lives so that you can love them better. You can let them know that you're praying for them. Drop them a note, shoot them a text or an email. And it may feel really challenging. It may feel really difficult. But I can tell you that when you reach out, when you love your enemy the way you love your neighbor, God is moving with you because that's his heart to see us come together in love, in unity. Second thing that you can do uh, this week to love your enemy the way Jesus has called us to is, is look out for those moments when you feel accused. Be aware of those, those times, whether on social media or on a phone call with a family member, uh, where you feel accused, where you feel like corners are being taken. And in those moments where you feel accused, become aware of the fact that God is giving you an opportunity to love someone the way that he loves you. Because the truth is, is that you were an enemy to God. I was an enemy to God. We all were. We all disagreed and fought against the things that he valued and that he treasured. And we all fought for our own way. But in his grace, he held his arms out open to us, inviting us to come in, in spite of our rejection. And now here we are, here we sit as followers of Jesus, lives transformed, lives changed. And he's just asking us to do this one thing. Do what I did. Do what I did. Love people the way I loved you. Remembering this, that you can love your enemy because your enemy is just like you. Same ambitions, same dreams, the same goals, same struggles, the same hurts. And that you can love your enemy because Jesus loves them too. And we are called to love what Jesus loves. Heavenly Father, I thank you for giving us the opportunity to make a difference in our world by just living like you. And God, all the things that we're facing and all the challenges that, that we see in the world that we live in today, God, they can feel overwhelming and they can especially feel overwhelming because it feels like there are people against us. And honestly, it feels like, God, that I am against some people in my life. And I just pray this, Lord. I pray that you would help me to love my enemy, God, to recognize that they are no different than me, that they are a person created in the image of God with hopes, dreams, goals, ambitions, hurts, sin. And that, God, just as you have forgiven me, that I can forgive them. And we can come together in unity and in love. And I pray that you would help me to do that. Help me to pray for that person this week. Help me to, to reach out to them this week. Help me to, to find ways to, to see things from their perspective so that I can have mercy and grace on them. And Lord, I also just ask and pray, Lord, that you would help me when I feel accused to choose love, to not choose defensiveness, to not choose anger, to not choose retaliation, but to always choose love because Jesus, that's what you chose. You chose it all the way to the cross. You did that for me. Help me to do the same. I love you pray all this in your name. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Compass. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions about Compass or this message, contact us at our website, www.compassbn.com.